Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms. We too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sauce, who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hi, I'm Sauce. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to be with you and wondering how life is treating you as the new season is unfolding, whether that's fall or spring for you. Oh my gosh, it is so beautiful here on the Northeast. The leaves are starting to turn and what was so lush and green is now partly green and also reds and oranges and yellows. And I am mesmerized and captivated by the beauty and the inner knowing of all of these trees and plants. And akin to that is the beauty of who you are. Oh, gosh, that sounded kind of cheesy, but I really mean it. Today, Allison Scott is back on the podcast, and we're talking about the importance of developing a caring and loving relationship with your body. And I think you only have to live in a country that elevates a certain standard of beauty for just about a second before you can feel like you don't measure up, like who does, who could ever achieve some of the perceived standards that we set. And it's funny because who's to say what those standards really are or should be? And they have changed and evolved over the course of time. And what we happen to elevate as most important in physical appearance is a construct, really. And I think it can leave you feeling really downcast or it can bring up issues of self-doubt. And this podcast is about actualizing yourself or expressing yourself more truthfully, more in alignment with who you are and what you care about, and to not be held back by old stories of bullying or marginalization or current stories of exclusion, which are too common and we are left feeling misunderstood. That's what we really want to talk about and dispel because your beauty should be undeterred. You should be unencumbered and free to do what you are led to do and say what is important to you. You know how sometimes you can wake up and look in the mirror and just feel for some reason that you're disqualified from what you have ahead. Have you ever held yourself back from something, whether that's a social event or going after a certain work position or going to a photo shoot or whatever it is because you felt on that day you didn't look like you wanted to, or maybe not even that, you didn't look like what we perceive is valued. I mean, I think we can lose sight of what beauty really is. And so to combat that and to live lives that are respectful and reverent and thankful to our bodies for allowing us to live these sensory lives, I think a relationship of love with these bodies would make a really big difference. So I'm really happy that Allie is here. I mentioned a few episodes ago that Allie is a significant contributor to the podcast and the Golden Crane Award that we received recently. 
And so I'm so triply excited to have her here. And today we're going to do part one of two parts of, like I said, developing a caring and loving relationship with that beautiful body that you have there. (laughs) And if this is your first time meeting Allie, she is a health and life coach and Her goal, she would say, is to help every person live a life of fulfillment and purpose and joy. And she does that so effortlessly because she embodies what she believes. And she will say that good health is the cornerstone of all of that. So as you listen to this conversation, maybe consider what are the negative messages that got a little sticky for you when it comes to your body or your physical appearance or what your body can or cannot do? And what are the narratives or the old stories that really should be extricated from your life? And can we all do that together? So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Here is Allison Scott. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Allie Scott. Hey, everybody. Allie, this is the first time that we're recording since we got the Golden Crane Award. I know. I mean, since you got it, I just happened to be the guest speaker. It's so exciting. I wish that, you know, we could have both been in Chinatown. I know. But you definitely get a trophy. So like, I'm I'm excited. Me too. Thank you for all that you bring. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I mean, I love the way we talk with one another about real life stuff and um and and hopefully hopefully people get something great from it so but it was wonderful wonderful and and what an acknowledgement i just can't believe it it's so cool it's so cool yeah, yeah yes yeah okay well so we're jumping off of one of my favorite episodes that we've done together and that is episode 83 which i'll definitely link in the show notes But it was talking about falling more in love with your body. And it was such a special episode for me to both come with things that we knew, but also discover more things in talking to each other, I feel. Right, right. Yeah, it was great. It was a great conversation. So from there, what we wanted to talk about today is actually one step deeper. And that is having a loving, caring relationship with your body. And so maybe you could start us off by just sharing why you feel that's important? Well, I I think loving yourself is so important because you you can't give away love for other people if you don't love yourself. And so, you know, we can say we love ourselves, but I I know as women, it's so difficult because the beauty standards are just ridiculously high. And we look in the mirror and we can see all the flaws. And when we look at photographs and we look at what's in the media for women, you know, it's all retouched and filtered. And even even now on social media, all that stuff is filtered. I mean, sometimes when I put those filters on my face, I'm like, I don't even recognize myself. <laughs> like, who is that person? <laughs> it doesn't look like me. So, um, so you know, it's just it's so hard to to have this loving relationship and see all those flaws on our on ourselves, and and then be held to this standard of well, we're supposed to look like this, and get past that. And so, it's really like being conscious of the idea that. This is my body. This is the the only body I have, the only body I'm ever going to have, you know, and I have to take good care of it and to really love all the things about it. And I also love 
that there's diversity. I, I mean, if we all looked like Barbie or we all looked like <laughs> I don't know, Twiggy, I'm, I'm dating myself on that one, um, you know, super skinny or, you know, whatever, or, um, you know, Kendall Jenner or whatever, um, it would be boring. You know, the world would be boring. And we, we are attracted to different people. We're attracted to different sizes. So I think we need to embrace what we've been given and, you know, the miracle of our body. I'm always amazed at what my body can do when I'm sick or, you know, and then I feel better and I'm like, wow, my body like healed myself. I'm always amazed at what my body can do for me. So I, I try and overlook the, the flaws that I don't like <laughs> and, um, and work with what I got because um, we all have good things. We all have like, you know, things that we really like about our bodies. So it's embracing those things and really loving the flaws and truly loving who we are in inside and out. So I know. I think this reminds me so much of the conversation we had earlier and how all of this is a construct. And you and I both even acknowledged last time that what we think are, quote, flaws are really not even flaws, but they're according to some like set criteria at this stage in time, which is also centered around something that is, you know, late stage capitalism or patriarchal or right. non-diverse, as you said. And right. that really excludes, as we said before, like almost everybody. Yeah, pretty much. That, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So this relationship with our bodies, um, I think it's, it's so important to move it from just being okay with our bodies to actually knowing and loving and revering and acknowledging what our body does. And even to the point maybe of communicating with our bodies in ways. And one thing Frances Weller once shared with me is, even the way you wash your face, are, you know, are you washing your face in a way that is caring towards your face? Mm -hmm. And are you using your hands in a way that is caring towards your face rather than just slapping around? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, you know what yeah. I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> super quick, you know, or, yes. or wiping really hard or whatever. You're not, you know, you're not being yeah. gentle. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Or, or we're micro judging every little mm -hmm. thing while we're watching our face and we disqualify ourselves from so many things. Like we just start to lose this real deep appreciation for these bodies that give us our sensory experience. Yeah. And it, it dawns on me too that sometimes we can be really critical of our attributes because we're comparing it to this standard that is so mm -hmm. silly anyway. Or sometimes, like for me, I know there's been time, there have been times when I've been mad at my body, like since, since I had polycystic kidney and liver disease, there was a long spell where I was so mad at my liver because it hurt mm -hmm. so much and it was like keeping me from things that I wanted to do. And it, it, you know, it, it disfigures my body by protruding in all these interesting ways that definitely don't fit that beauty standard. But it dawned on me that it's not my liver that I hate. It's all of it. It's, it's more that the disease troubles me. Right. My liver is like really hanging in there. Right. Oh, it's, it's inhabiting hundreds and hundreds of cysts and it's grown to a disfigured state and it's, it's very uncomfortable, but it's still working and it's still adapting and it's moving around my organs trying to find a place to sit and 
instead of being waking up and being so mad at my liver, like I'm trying so much more to thank it and to revere it, you know? And I think there's healing in that. Like when you mentally talk to the parts of your body, I don't know if it brings blood or what, but I think I think it brings focus internally to that organ or whatever whatever you're, you know, speaking to. But it's also keeping you alive. You know? Exactly. It it's yeah. giving life because mm-hmm. it could very well give out, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 And that's yeah. something to really think it for. And I agree with you. I think that this relationship and love for our bodies, when it goes into that stage where we are speaking to it or appreciating part of ourselves and just our body in general for allowing us to move around like into love and all those things that we talked about last time to really not just say to outside people like, yeah, I'm grateful for my body, but to like have that relationship yeah. where we're talking yeah. to our body. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. I think it's hard to do. I think it's really hard to do. I I, I think I, two things. I think I, I have tried to fake it till I believed it, right? You know, just saying the words over and over is, is a retraining of the brain um, and making me feel more positive about myself because it, it's it's going over that that loop that we internally say but you know speaking it is helpful and then also the older i get the more appreciative i am of me and my body and what it's done and my age and how i'm feeling and you know and my health and even when i put on pounds and you know that's something that i've fought on and off for since my last child was born. So he's 22. So a lot of years. <laughs> so I think everybody. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, and then the older you get, the, the harder, ages, it, so. harder it is to get mm-hmm. off. And, you know, so I'm trying to, you know, embrace it and go, well, maybe a few extra pounds isn't so bad. I'm, I'm you know, you, if I get sick, I'll have something to fall back on, you know, some in reserve, you know. So, um, but I'm, you know, still working on staying healthy and, and, um, and feeling good about who I am, but we're not going to look like we did when we were 20. So, oh, and um, there are a lot of young listeners, maybe predominantly everyone, most people may be younger than us with, a, you know, some exception, of course. Yeah. But what would you say along those lines to your younger self? Oh my gosh. I look at, I look at a younger picture of myself and I go, what the hell was the matter with you? <laughs> you looked fantastic. <laughs> I was there. You did look fantastic, uh, yeah. but well, you look fantastic too. now. You, like you that, there we, we're like slipping straight into I, that construct again. I know. Like it's so I know, hard. Oh I my know. gosh. But, but I look back on it and I go, even 10 years ago, I look back at myself and go, what, what was my problem? Why, why did I think, I think I looked fantastic. So it, you get a lot of perspective. As you, yeah, as ten you years age. from now, we're going to yeah. be like, yeah, we're going to be like, wow, we damn, can- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just remember that when you're criticizing yourself, like, oh, I really look good. So yeah, it's it's hard. It, it's hard. I, I just think I think what we get fed constantly in the media and everywhere, you know, in fashion and media and, you know, like you said, in this capitalistic society of all the things that are thrown at us. And especially, I I just, my heart goes out to young people now because we didn't have the social media stuff. 
and you all have that to deal with. And it's all so fake, you know? So it's mm-hmm. just, it's heartbreaking to me that our, even my son and I have this conversation because my son said, even the male beauty standards are hard to live up to. And, you know, he goes, I would have to take tons of steroids to look like what I'm supposed to look like. He goes, I don't, I don't naturally look like that. And he's really fit. But he, you know, he's not like ribbed with a six pack or anything, but he goes to the gym every day. So it's not real. It's fake. Yes. And I would even say like, we were talking about weight, but I think we get confused because it's not that thin is necessarily more beautiful. It's beautiful, Mm -hmm. but it's not more beautiful. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, as a health coach, I'm sure you um, advise your clients in this way. And because I know from talking to you, it's health. You it's know? health. That's yeah. the most important thing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of very thin people that aren't healthy. And there's a lot of people that people might consider overweight and they're super healthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, we all come in shape, different shapes and sizes. So it, 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 it really, the health is the way more important thing. And, you know, with having a health issue, you know, Many health issues. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Love what you got. I love that so much. I almost feel it in my body, this body that we love. When you said love what you got, like that is so grounding. And so it it feels truth. It feels like truth within Mm -hmm. me. You know, we have a little bit more. Can we do that the other part next week? Absolutely. I would love to. Okay, let's go to anecdotal lightness and things that are funny. Okay. We already know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about typos and autocorrect on text or computer or whatever. Yeah. 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 I I feel like this should be its own podcast too. Because, oh my gosh, there's so many. There's so many. What's a recent one of yours? Well, one of the funniest ones that I ever saw was (laughs) a friend of mine was going to the doctor and she was te- I texted her, what are you doing this morning? And she said, I'm going to the doctor. And, um, <laughs> oh, no. oh, and I no. said, oh, what's wrong? Are you feeling okay? And she intended to say that she had a sinus infection, <laughs> but the autocorrect said she had an anal infection. <laughs> oh, oh and, and she sent it to you, which not knocking anal infections. <laughs> <laughs> Those are. I'm sure very that would be terrible. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you then responded, she, and then she, she saw didn't it. Yeah, she oh. saw it, and she was like, oh my god, oh my god, autocorrect. It was sinus infection. I was like, Thank <laughs> God, I was just. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. That so funny. I, I so, love that you answered it too. I know, well, like, I was like, oh God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my mom passed away from colon cancer. So, you know, I'm yeah, like a frequent yeah, flyer with yeah, colonoscopy. Yeah, so, yeah. But Yikes. whatever you're talking about sometimes like appears on your text. Or on oh, your text, I know. You know. I know. It's just interesting how that works. I've just been lucky sometimes. Like it'll pick up, like I'll hit microphone and it'll pick up something I'm saying. And it'll be like just some random person because I'm really, really bad about shutting my phone off and sticking it in my purse. I'd leave it on. And so I constantly butt dial people. But I've had it like pick up a conversation that I'm saying and then it like writes it in the text. Thank God I haven't sent it yet, but I'm sure I will at some point. Yeah, you accidentally like drop your purse and it sends. (laughs) And it sends, exactly. I'm notorious. My kids get so mad at me. They're like, mom, you have to turn your phone off. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. That's so good. I have um, a typo, but uh, maybe I'll do it on the next one. Okay. I'll okay. do it next week. That'd be good. That's okay. so Sounds good. good. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. All right, Allie, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? I am a health and lifestyle coach. You can reach me at www.allisonmscott.com. I have uh, Instagram and Facebook at Your Lifestyle by Allison. Will you put my links in the show notes, Sauce? That'd be great. Absolutely. Definitely. Hit Allie up if you want an amazing health coach. And you can find me on Instagram at Lori Sase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E, or my website, laurisase.com. You can find out about coaching. I have a little bit of room for a new client at the moment. And we will return next week to continue this topic. Sounds great. We hope you have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>